Welcome to episode number 119, Get Back Up. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Heck, Goose, What's up? and Gabe. All right, get back up. In this episode, the crew discusses getting back up in the face of adversity. We talk about quitting, dealing with losing, the victim mentality, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Lance Armstrong and Ted Turner. Guys, if you are new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off with a definition from dictionary.com. We define the word quitter, and they define it as a person who quits or gives up easily, especially in the face of some difficulty, danger, etc., all right, so uh, I went on the the, uh, the vast uh, world of the internet and uh, was looking for, you know, something that, um, you know, kind of represented not quitting and, uh, you know, obviously the title is Get Back Up. And I found this really cool article um, titled Seven Ways to Get Back Up When Life Knocks You Down. It's by uh, BrentWaymeyer.com. Um, and, and yeah, let's just dive right into it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, so they say seven ways, seven top ways to get back up when life knocks you down. Number one, see it as a growing process. All right. I believe that many times we're given challenges by God as a learning experience for us to discover just how much we're capable of to overcome any challenge. You have to grow in the process, getting back up when life knocks you down. God has given you, me, and everybody incredibly big dreams, dreams the world likes to tell you you're not capable of. But I believe God wouldn't give them to you if you weren't capable to achieve them. You have them to help guide you to the greatness you're made for. Know that every time circumstances arise that could easily stop you in your tracks, it's an opportunity of personal growth for you, refined by fire, and that you'll come out a better, stronger person on the other side. Uh, so what do you guys think about that? The uh, the whole like learning from the experience and, and, and the growth aspect of, you know, what we go through. No, yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, adversary brings, you know, makes you a stronger person no matter what. I mean, you, you have to, you can't not deal with stuff and not learn from it. Yeah, you, you, you basically learn from experience. If you haven't experienced nothing and it fails, you would never know how, how it would go unless you tried it, you know, like this. Yeah. That's with anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's the, um, like the growing pains. Yeah. Um, you, you know, with everything, it's like when you get stretched, obviously, um, regardless of how painful or, you know, or the severity of it, um, you grow. And I think in the reflection in that growth provides not only you know healing um but i think takes you to the next level for example uh you know in the weight training industry just in the exercise you know industry you you know you're tearing your muscles right and 
that's why you know they they want you to intake such a high level of protein. Um, obviously, they have all statistics and all you know the breakdown of how much you should take. Um, almost like a repair. So when you're tearing these muscles, there's a lot of recovery supplements um, that they have in there, um, so that your muscles can appropriately repair themselves or heal themselves after being stretched. Right. So it's kind of like that same thing in life where reflection is like the protein. And it brings back, um, you know, it, it provides that level of healing in a different way. Whereas life, if life happens to us, well, if life happens, life's happening to us. But if we're not, <laughs> if we're not reflecting on it, that means we're not necessarily learning from what it's, yeah. have you, have you guys ever done something multiple times? And you're like, how did I not learn yeah. by yeah. now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, you know, like just basic things, yeah. um, you know. Credit cards are not good if you're just going to abuse them and sure. use them for no, you know, level of investment or anything like that, right? But then you keep opening them up and you keep maxing them out and, it, it, you know, and, and, and it's not good, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you find yourself, you're like, how, how did I find myself here again? How did I do yeah. that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of like that same way. But if you're taking the protein or reflecting, yeah. um, hopefully you don't have to go back to that, you know, that level that you were. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's just as simple as when I got my driver's license. How many times did I take the test? Sure. I took the test like eight times, mm-hmm. and it was all because I thought I knew it all, and I just didn't bother to study. And clear seven is, times he thought he knew it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I didn't learn from it. Like, I oh, know I got it. I remember the questions from last time or whatever. Yeah, I did not until the final. I just like I, I need to read this manual. Like, read the <laughs> book. It's, it's back to the basics. Read the book and understand on how to get it and. Legit, it was like one to three. Once I realized it, reading it and studying it obviously puts you to, takes you to that part where you know you move on from it. I, obviously, I learned from that. So that was uh, that was an early. That was one. definitely interesting. Uh, interesting time. Um, <laughs> uh, so number two, they have take a break or change directions. At times, it's helpful to just get away from something you've been, quote, working on, whether for a few minutes or hours to do something like exercising, getting outside, reading a book, spending time with a friend, or for a longer amount of time like days or weeks to reevaluate and regroup. That time away can totally revitalize you and get you ready to sprint hard once again for your goals. There are no coincidences in life. Everything happens for a reason. So taking a break can help you analyze and evaluate what you're doing. You may discover a new approach or plan of attack for your goals. Um, I I guess this is um, a pretty straightforward one. But number two, take a break or change directions. I do this all the time. And I mean by like little tiny increments, like 15 minute breaks. Because sometimes it's like you're so intense and so whatever. I feel like your quality also goes down when yeah, you do that totally. for like long periods of time. Yeah. You just need to like, ooh, like just shake it off. Yeah, you'll lose focus on what you're trying to what accomplish. Yeah, or you, or just, I, for me, it just creates frustration. Sure. Yeah. And that's what I was, exactly what I was thinking is that like if you're trying to solve a problem or whatever it is and someone's like you're too much into like deep into it that you get super frustrated and like you don't, you're not thinking clearly. So when you come back to take a break, whatever, 15 minutes, you come back an hour later, whatever it is, and whatever you trying to figure out, something is like you have a clear mind. So it's like, oh, why didn't I think of this the first time? And like you yeah. solve it easier than you did like yeah. when you're trying to like hit your head against the wall for like an hour straight trying to figure something out. 
Yeah, that, it happens to me all the time when I'm at work because my job is pretty much repetitive. Like sure. every half hour, I have a different customer yeah. in the chair, but it's I'm yeah. doing the same thing over and over. By the end of the day, I'm like kind of exhausted. But once I go home and I leave here, like leave the shop, I I kind of catch like a second wind. Like I can keep going on yeah, doing yeah. something totally different and just do another project of some other sort of whatever, something else. But like it's just I'm I'm so busy grinding, grinding, grinding. And I, I feel like my body's like, I'm exhausted. But yeah. when I step out of here, we're just taking a break till tomorrow, to the next day. Yeah. I, 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 I catch a second win. I, I don't know. And then I'm ready for the next day to start all over. Yeah. And kind of grind it out again. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, oh, Kel, like, that's what I was going to say. Uh, Kel makes fun of me because I'm always in and out of the office. She's like, how are you getting stuff done? I'm like, this is the best way. I love <laughs> doing this. Yeah. Because I'll like, Sit down, focus like super intense on like one problem. Solve the problem. I'm, I'm getting up. Yeah, yeah. And I just get up and, and dude, I'm literally doing the dumbest things. I go in, um, you know, use the bathroom, come back out, and you know, solve another problem or yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> come back out, go grab a bottle of water, come back out, go back in, grab like a bag of chips or something, and come back. Like literally, she's like, "What are you <laughs> doing? Yeah, what they're are tickling you doing? his son. Go back." <laughs> I do, dude. It breaks it up in my head, um, yeah. and it, I come back to like just all right, reset, like. Well, that's what we always say, like, oh, I need a change of scenery or whatever. Yeah. Because if you're too much in that environment, too, it's like, I just need to get out of here for a second. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's intense. It's, it's just intense, yeah, I, man. Actually, going back to the barbershop, I have a, um, one of the barbers here. He, he'll go and take a walk. He'll go to, like, a little bodega up the street. He'll go, buy cigarettes, come back, cut a couple heads. He'll go back there, get, like, a, a water or a Red Bull, come back. Yeah. He'll go there, like... But that's like, little, yeah, yeah. that's like his little, yeah, that's like his like clearing, yeah, walking, yeah. walking a block away. But, sure. and he comes back and I'm like, I was, they, they know him by, they know his pattern, what he's going to buy the second time he comes in there. They, <laughs> they already know everything about it. That's just like his like little, I don't know, his, his break, his like little his, ritual kind of, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what he does for the routine. day, but yeah, his routine for the day. But that's, it's, that's how it clears his mind for the next like few hours. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, it is. It is funny. That's cool. Um, all right, cool. So uh, number three, stay away from denial. When things don't go as planned or a challenge arises, it's very easy to deny or rationalize the situation or our choices. In that moment, be real with yourself. Don't whitewash the situation or act like everything's just going to be a-okay without doing anything. Accept that it is what it is so you can emotionally move forward with a plan of action steps to get you past the situation. Then you can see the challenge for what it really is and begin taking action to deal with it. Also, once you're out of denial, acknowledging life has knocked you down in some way, you can, as a famous Disney song says, let it go. Clinging to a belief, behavior, or object will only drain your energy and cause you to del- dwell on it more. Um, this, is, this is a very sensitive one, I think. Um, Stay away from denial. Yeah, I do. I do agree. But you know, as the title of this episode is is uh, get back up. You also can't just whatever just because life knocked you down. You're like, oh, I'm in denial. Like this isn't supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I, I I do like what you know where, where people are like you have to be. You have to go with the flow kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but there's also something that you have to force. Right, there has to be like a, you, you have to create this level of energy that is so high um, that you know it is work, right? And it is going to go against some of like the level of gra- 
uh, grain, but in that work, we're stretching, right? So it almost kind of deflects the first one where it's like, we're stretching ourselves, you know, you know, for, for growth or whatever. And, um, but then, but then this one's just kind of saying like, stay away from denial, right? That the reason why that's sensitive is because what, what level of denial are you at? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because just because I trip and fell, uh, you know, trying to learn to ride a bike one time and I get back up, I was like, dude, riding bikes, not for me. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, okay, at what level? This is the constant argument I have with people in the personal development industry who they say, you can have anything you ever wanted in this world. You can, but where, where, where is the line where you're, you're, you're falsely advertising to someone something that is completely unattainable, sure. right? Mm-hmm. And that will drive you insane because I've done it. Yeah, yeah. And just going that to, there's a level where it's like, yeah, that's all fine and dandy, but it, you can't always stay there. You have to also operate on these little ones mm-hmm. too. Um, you know, and there, there's some, I never get a good answer either. Uh, but but yes, I, I do agree though. I don't know what the number is. That's what I'm saying. This is sensitive. Yeah. At some point, you just have to move on, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, but that's hard. That's that's super hard because, for, okay, so for example, today, um, you know, I wrote a letter to, uh, that I want to send out. It's been, man, this thing has been like in my heart since I started the bless line. There's this, uh, this preacher pastor who's, who's still in his thirties. And, um, he's, I've, I relate to this guy so much. He's very high energy. Um, the way he translates the word is, um, relatable to us in a sense, mm. Um, his style, everything about him, right? So this guy named Stephen Furtick, you may or may not have heard of him. Anyway, long story short, I, I since I started the Blessed Lifestyle brand, I wanted to send him a shirt because I, I literally listened to this guy every single day and I'm like, he was one of those influencers in my life during this time. Kind of like saying, when you talk about like stay away from denial, not den- for me to not deny what I'm here on earth for. Right, so then there's just all the, all this other stuff that I'm telling myself. Oh, I need to be doing this, or I need to be here, I need to be there, um, and then this is like, no, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, mm. right? And 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 he was one of those ones that I was just like, was just admiring that he didn't deny who he was, yeah. regardless of what everyone else was doing or saying. Long story short, I wanted to send him a a shirt or whatever, so I wrote a hand letter, you know, a handwritten letter to him. Um, that I was supposed to mail out today. Well, the I get to work. Everything, you know, everything's fine. I'm like, you know what? Uh, on my lunch break, I'm just gonna go out for lunch, um, and I'm just gonna grab, you know, like a slice of pizza. It's like right around the corner from the post office. Mm. Literally, this all takes a whole 15 minutes. Like it's supposed to be, boom, 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 mm. whatever. Well, I go outside, and my tire or my car has a flat. Oh my so goodness. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, what the heck? And it's pouring raining. Yeah. So I have like the letter in my hands so for whatever reason. I took it with me. The letter's all wet. It's pouring rain. I have a flat tire. So now I'm like, oh man, I'm just sitting in my car. So I reversed the car because I'm like, I got to get out of here because I'm in a parking lot where it's, um, it's gated. 
So I'm like, if I have to get this towed, if I have to get this whatever, like no one could come in here. You have to have like, you have to get swiped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my whole goal is like, just get it out of here. I don't care how slow I have to go. Like, ba-boom, ba-boom. Yeah. But anyway, I'm like, all right, before I do this, let me think this through. So I get out of the car and I'm like, all right, so on top of that, right, I'm starving. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, it, it's like all these things. It's raining. I'm starving. Like, it's, it's you know, I have a flat tire and I got to figure this out. Anyway, so I'm like running through all this. I'm like, if, if, someone, if I could just get someone to take me to like the, you know, one of these stores around here to get like a fix a flat mm. till I yeah. figure out what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Um, well, long story short, I have roadside assistance with my, uh, my insurance plan or whatever, the thing that I picked. So I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna call these dudes, um, and 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 have them and have them just you know do do the spare tire thing, um, because I finally was able to take it out of the parking lot. I parked it kind of like in the street, just so, and it didn't matter when I, that parking lot that I was in, the car next to me parked so close to me that oh, I couldn't even bend over to even it wouldn't even it's have made sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I put park it in a neighborhood. I start like jacking this thing up. This is the first time I had to replace uh, the tire for the Murano. Right, so everything's brand new, and I'm like, whoa! I'm like, this thing is like, it's like a goofy looking um, jack. So I'm like, I'm like doing it, dude. It's going up, and I'm flying like my hands fly because it's mind you, it's pouring rain yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, my hands flying, and dude, it's going up like this, slow, like this slow. I'm like, dude, I don't have time for this, dude. Sure. In my mind, I'm like, this only, this is gonna take ten minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I can do the ten minute thing. But dude, there was no. I'm like, this is gonna take so long because everything's manual. Mm, right. I'm like, damn. I'm like, well, I'm out here. You know, I can just have someone like bring a flashlight, whatever, and I'll do it after work. So whatever, I pack everything back in. Boom, boom, boom. I'm walking back. I'm like, dude, I could just call this roadside assistant. They could do it while I'm in work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I ended up doing. Whatever. So I get back, finally I get back, whatever, into my, all this said and done, my, you know, my day's done at work, right? Yeah. So I know the post office closes at five, so I'm trying to get out, you know, at my, my normal time. So I'm like, all right, 445, literally, literally the post office is right around the corner. So I'm like, 445, I'm good, I just got to make it there, whatever. So I jump in the car, I'm like, I'm good, I'm driving there, everything's great. I park, and I'm like... Oh man, I forget. I I don't know where I put the address to where I'm. I'm going through like my text messages, going through everything. I'm like, where is the? Where did I thought I took a picture of it? So now I'm like relooking. I'm like, dude, you got to send something out. Forget the whole like, oh, I need this. Everything needs to be uh, uh, perfect because this place is about to close. Mm. So I'm moving stuff around because I have all these boxes because this. This weekend coming up, we, we're you know going to be you know vendors in in New Jersey. I have all these boxes everywhere, but I had to move it to get the spare because it's in that you know that little back <laughs> trunk yeah. area. So I'm moving everything, and I'm trying to move the bins out because the stuff that I need, I pinched it underneath. So I'm sending out the shirt oh, and all this stuff. So I'm moving it, and all I hear is like this top little box, like, boom, 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 and like fall down. I'm like, oh gosh. Dude, I open up the passenger door, all my blessed stickers go flick. And it's raining, so they're all over the floor. I'm like, dude, oh my gosh. So finally, I clean all this up, right? I get the things that I need, and I'm like, all right, I got the tape. I'm like, all right. I'm looking, I'm like, dude, I got like nine minutes. I go, 
I'm halfway, like I'm walking, like speed walking. I'm like, dude, I don't have a pen or a marker to write the address on these yeah. things. So I come back, forget about the whole sticker thing, open door again, the stickers fall out again. Oh my God. <laughs> they just slid right out. I'm like, oh my gosh. So now the stickers are all bent and all like jacked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. So I'm putting them back in. I'm like, dude, I slam the door and he, you know, you know, and I get back into the driver's side. I'm like, dude, there's like five minutes, man. And all I could think of was like, dude, this all started off with a flat tire. Then I come here. Um, I don't have the address. Then I like whatever. I'm walking. I'm walking up. I don't have a pen. My stickers fell. They're ruined. I just you know tip this guy. You know, I'm down twenty bucks to this flat. You know, and I'm just like going. I'm like going through everything. I'm like, no, I have to do something. So I I just like get out of the car. I run to the post. It's literally like three minutes left. <laughs> I'm like, I have to, let me at least buy the packages so that tomorrow I'm not doing yeah, this same yeah. thing. So I have something yeah, yeah. that was like my little piece of, you know, <laughs> redemption. Of course, I go in there and there's this line and I'm like sweating bullets. I'm like, am I going to make the time? What do they do? Do they just stop at a certain person? Do they lock the door? I have no idea. So, uh, but anyway, long story short, I finally got, you know, my, my two packages that I need. I still didn't even get to mail them because... They're, you know, I didn't have the proper packaging prior. Um, and then I get back in a car and then now I'm trying to solve the problem. Like, when am I going to get this tire fixed? Mm -hmm. I don't have, like, I'm booked with meetings the next day. You shouldn't, you know, ride on this thing for too long. Yep. And then you can't go over 50. I felt the thing wobbling. I was going 55. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, it's, oh, it's, it's literally like a little glazed donut on there. Yeah. Um, this thing's going <laughs> to wobble good. right off. So, um, I'm like, dude, no, I have to get this done tonight. I have time between now and the podcast. Mm. Um, and and I just, I was like, as long as I can see James and Kate's face before I go, sure. even if it's for like 10 minutes, I'm good. I, I'll have my energy, blah, blah, blah. But um, everything happened. And then, you know, I, I, I went to uh, Tire City because I knew they are open on Mondays. I'm like, I think they're open later on yeah, Mondays. They're yep. So they're open until 7. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. So I go in. There's a huge line. I'm like, oh I literally walked out. I called them first to, to verify everything. I'm like, you guys repair tires, right? I know this might sound funny that it's called Tire City, but I'm like, do they? I, I was like, I can't remember. Do they just sell and, like rims and tires? I don't remember if they can also fix. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. uh, this sounds stupid, but who's a stupid one if I assume that? And I walk in, I'm like, yeah, I got sure. a nail. I'm like, oh, good luck. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. And that's what it was. It was a nail and a tire. Mm. Um. So I go in there. I'm like texting Kel. I'm like, dude, there's this crazy line. I don't even know if I'm gonna make it, dude. I'm telling you, like, every, the pl this place is huge. Every seat was taken. Oh well. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I, I don't have time the rest of this week. Like, I have to sit here. If this takes till seven o'clock, it's gonna have to take mm -hmm. till seven o'clock. And then I can't go home though. I'm gonna have to go straight to you know to the you know to the barbershop. So the guy brings me up and he's like, oh. um... There's one in front of you. I'm like, I'm looking around. There's like 20 people here. I'm like, there's one in front of me? He's like, yeah. He's like, so they have a bay just for like tire repair. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. So it was only one person there before me that was for tire repair. Everyone else was either getting, getting tires, tires, getting other yeah. stuff done. Yeah. Alignment, whatever. Rotation. Each bay is for something. Yeah. Yep. So I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Um, so anyway, so they do their thing. I honestly got I was there for ten minutes. Oh wow! Okay. Awesome. And they're like, Jim, your car's done. Blah blah blah. So I walk up. I'm like, oh cool. I'm like, all right. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, dude, this is sweet. Not only can I go home, I can eat dinner now. Yeah. So now everything's like, you know, whatever. Up. Um. So then the lady's like, oh, uh, she's like, uh, Jim with the Murano. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
She's like, you get your tires from here, right? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, so the, you know, everything's on us. Happy Thanksgiving or whatever. I'm like, sweet. Oh, wow. I'm like, That's awesome. So, oh, so because you, they have like that warranty with the thing, if anything happens, they <laughs> I guess. They I had over. no idea. Yeah, That's I, cool, I, though. I have tires from like a, whatever, a tire place too, whatever. And it's like, I think it is, as long as you still have those same tires, I think for the life of the tires, you can go back there and they're repaired for free, as long as it's not something. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So then I walked out, I came back. I left. I went. I was driving home, and our neighbor brought us dinner. Oh, oh man! So I'm like, dude, this is sweet. So I was just like chopped up, and the neighbors there were like, you know, just like, you know, having cool conversation with him, telling about a day. The kids were acting goofy. It was like funny as anything. I eat my dinner, and then I just like fly back up here. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, I already have the tire, the tire, tire, brand new tire back. Not brand new tire, but like a repair. My, I don't have to yeah. worry about this tire. It's already fixed. I'm like, yeah. I'm going fresh starting tomorrow, fresh, not even have to think about that. Well, boom. And I'm like, I wonder what happened, right? And I could tell you, it was the decision where I sat in my car and I was about to pull away from the post office and I said, no, hmm. I got to get something out of this. Through all sure. this trouble, I already have, at this time, I have this little donut. The car's leaning, yeah. right? <laughs> my stickers are ruined. You know, I like rushed out of, you know, working all this other stuff. <laughs> I need to get something out of this. Sure. So I made something literally out of nothing, out of like a bad, and I just like, I have to get something. Like the devil's not going to play me like this sure. for this many things in a row. And it was at that decision, right there, boom, everything started changing. Yes, we're open till seven. Yes, we, uh, we do tire repair. Yes, you're only second in line with 20 people yeah. here. Yes, this is free. Your dinner's waiting for you. Everyone's yeah. home. The podcast is still going. Mm -hmm. Like, all of a sudden, like, it totally up, transformed. Yeah. Mm. I forgot it was raining, dude. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about the spare tire. I literally, I parked. And I'm like, oh, my God. I forgot, I forgot that happened. Like, mm. this is crazy. Yeah. It was something mm. that minor that, like, it wasn't that yeah. serious. And you yeah. made it serious at first. Yeah. And then at the end of it, look, you, you completely forgot that you had all that trouble. You're good spirits. Like, you're all just good to go. Fresh all over again. It's crazy. Um but that's the whole get back up mentality. It's like, it doesn't matter like how much life is like shoving you down, pushing you down. That's why I said it was sensitive about like the stay away from denial thing. Sure. Um, because, okay, I was so close to turning that car on just leaving and mm -hmm. basically giving up. Like, all right, I got nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yep. now tonight I get to package those things and be ready for tomorrow and I'm yeah. sending that thing out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, making something, at least finding some level of good out of like, you know, somewhat crappy sure. situation that I, you know, essentially you could look at it basically created for myself. Yeah. But still. Um, but anyway. Yeah, yeah that was like awesome. uh, over the weekend I had a situation. I'm not going to go through the whole thing, though, but, like, it all started out Friday with my toilet leaking. Yeah. And I thought it was one thing. I take out the toilet. There's a piece broken. The flange is broken from the toilet. And I'm like, oh, man. So on top of that, the, the main drain, sewer, sewer line, is backed up. And it's just going from there. So it's like, I'm like, dude. And my wife is cracking up laughing. This guy over here, Goose is standing over here cracking. They're, like, cracking up laughing. I'm, like, stressed out. Like, I'm like, dude, what in the world is going on here? whatever i'm like and then jess is like there's nothing you can do about it you just gotta laugh about it like it, it's you can't do nothing until someone gets here yeah or whatever so fine so we we uh they get the snake we start pushing the snake through start clearing some stuff out then we go on the outside and of course we open up the valve the 
the um, clean vent, out. the clean out the clean out trap or the vent valve, and once they opened that, forget about it. It was literally trashing garbage coming out of the sewer all in my backyard. I'm like, dude, this cannot get any better, huh? Uh, so then we're going through cleaning the lines, <clears throat> and um, as we're cleaning the lines out, they find stuff, whatever it is, it ends up being like just wipes baby wipes this should never ever guys whatever you do do not <laughs> put baby wipes down your toilet they do not dissolve i don't care if they tell you they dissolve they do not trust me it's going to cost you an arm and a leg fortunately we had someone in the family that helped us out and um it was awesome but three times they put the snake through and it finally cleared out and three times they pulled it out and there was nothing but baby wipes in there mm. so that was just one situation i'm like all right fine now we got to fix the toilet and figure out how to fix this toilet to get it to stay on. So we're looking, and the guy, you know, he's got this one piece that goes on, and um, he's he starts drilling. He gets like cement drill bits and putting them. He's drilling the the, the concrete to put this thing on. He puts two screws in. They they attach. The other two don't attach, so it's like kind of like loose still. He's like, dude, I don't want to give up on I don't want to leave it like this. I want to make it sturdy. So I go out and find another screw. <laughs> he puts it in. It doesn't hold it so well. So then he's like, oh, I got lag bolts or lag uh, nails in the, in the truck. So he goes out and he goes and gets them. So he's got to make the hole bigger. So as he's starting to drill to make the hole, we lose power in this whole thing. So now it's about yeah. one o'clock to it's about one o'clock in the morning when we lost power, right? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. One o'clock in the morning, lose power. So now I got no toilet, no power, and my house smells like straight trash. Like garbage, <laughs> like the the worst sewage. odor ever. Straight sewage. sewage. It, it was horrible. And my kids are peeing in their little the potties. <laughs> the little baby <laughs> potties. The training potties. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're in. That's what they're using to use the bathroom. I'm like, oh man, this is a disaster. So I was like, this thing has to get done tonight regardless. Like, yeah. with no. Next thing you know, we got, there's like four of us in there. We all have our phones on with the flashlights and just going. And finally, he, he, he says he has his uh, electric, his uh, cordless drill. Gets his cordless drill, does it, finishes it up. And at the end of the day, it was all sealed up and good to go. So at 2.30 in the morning, we finished up with the, uh, with the toilet but it was like something that i couldn't give up on and i we had to keep on pushing just yeah. because it's a major necessity in the house especially with oh, one bathroom course. in the house so yeah and it's it's just like you're la we were laughing it wasn't laughing at the situation it was just like can anything else happen like yeah it's it's like a i don't know it's like it it is the situation isn't funny but it's funny how things keep happening happening you're like it's almost like a yeah you turn laughing. around and something else falls apart and you turn around again and like dude is this really <laughs> for really happening yeah, it just turned into like an actual a good night hanging out, but working at the same time. Yeah. Sure. A little bit of frustration going on, yeah. but <laughs> it was uh, it. We ended up just turning it around, and it worked out for the better. What stuff that you you can't help but just laugh at the situation. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Especially how, how ridiculous. Especially the next day, like it, they say, it can't get any worse. And then when I tell the tell the story over again that we lost power halfway through, yeah, they're like, "Oh brutal. my gosh!" Well, man, then you yeah, can't. then. It was, I know I got home at like 3 a.m. and then yeah. up at 6 in the morning. I had work I was, or. Yeah, I was up at 7 right we after. We had, that. Um, the rest of the family had that, that the yeah. 5K pancreatic walk. So yeah, it was. Get like, home, it's 3 o'clock, and <laughs> I set my alarm for 5. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, at least let me get two because uh, the pancan, which is a purple stride 5K walk in Philadelphia, it's 
early in the morning. You got it like registration. I th- I think registration is like at six fifteen or something like that. Yeah, like it's crazy. Um, and then the race starts at eight, and then we it's forty minutes for us yeah, yeah. to drive there. Um, so yeah, it was a lot going on. I'm, I my alarm was going off. I just never heard it. <laughs> um, and my wife just like wakes up. She's like, "We're late." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" I felt like remember Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah, yeah, with Kevin. <laughs> With the parents, funny. yeah, with the parents, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it it is true. But like when, when you're in the middle of those situations, it's like yeah. that's your world. Yeah. So it's just crazy, yeah, yeah. exactly, um, absolute craziness. Um, but as number four says, ask for help. <laughs> if you're the strong, I can do it on my own. Thanks, kind of person. Amazing strength can be found in becoming vulnerable in this moment and getting knocked down and asking someone close to you for help. Also, a lot of personal growth can come from asking for help. See every down moment as an opportunity for personal growth. Um, so obviously, you know, you went through that situation. Uh, there's only so much you can do yourself, but asking right, for yeah. help was beneficial. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And kind of like going back like to having other people around you like it kind of brings the situation down like you by yourself gets more frustrated right i get like anxious and like all like not paranoid but just like i can't contain myself like i just want to like try and keep everything all cleaned up and it just i just get all wild and, and it gets more super frustrating yeah it gets like, more frustrating something else exactly. kind of helps tone the situation down, like so your wife's just laughing whatever yeah. it's like She's, yeah, it's not the great situation, but at least like it brings the moment down like to your gets the frustration out a little bit right exactly yeah all right, so cool. So number five, remember past challenging times. Um, this is one of those ones where it's like, this is like, yes, so true. And you think about like, dude, remember the one time where you're like, you're in deep, deep stuff and you're like, I'm never getting out of this and somehow you got out of it or whatever. Or like later on down the road, you yeah, like yeah. laugh about it. Like, I can't believe like yeah. the stuff that even like you think about it, I was like, I can't believe the stuff we used to do and we're still <laughs> alive right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but but remembering a challenge times like all right dude if I I've been through some stuff I can definitely handle this I think number five remembering past challenging times is perfect mm-hmm. for, especially for growth um, just a refresher just to think about you know the stuff that you surpassed or whatever yeah he says um, it's interesting how our minds like to trick us we have all experienced chaos and crisis at some time in our past and we made it through just fine. Well, I don't know about just fine, but... <laughs> <laughs> made it through. Yeah, we made it through. But our minds love to make us believe the current one is worst, most difficult, impossible to get past circumstances ever. It is so true. Uh, sit in silence for a moment. Let your thoughts all fade away and just think back to some related tough times you've had before. Um, recognize you made it through those moments and overcame those challenges when at the time you may have thought that was also impossible. Um, yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Uh, number six, keep up healthy routines. When you keep a set of daily healthy routines, both your emotional and physical reserves will be kept full, making more, making you more resilient when those tough times in life come your way. The routines can be different for everyone. But for me, for example, I like to stay emotionally, mentally, and physically healthy through my daily habits of exercising, daily gratitude, meditating, reading, and listening to positive audio, brain train, uh, nutrition, and sleep. Um, yeah, I, again, I think that's that's um, that's a good tip. Obviously, you want to stay 
uh, within the realm of, you know, a balanced life and all these things where, you know, as he says, emotionally, mentally, and physically healthy, uh, kind of, you know, pulls it all together. Um, anyway, and so the last one, have a good sense, have a good dose of humor. When a failure, setback, or difficult circumstance may seem like a seriously big deal now, being sad and despondent about it certainly won't help improve the situation. Um, if you made a mistake, choose to laugh about it. You know, in the future, whenever you, res- whenever you recount stories of life experiences to friends and family, it usually involves laughing at your past mistakes. So if you're going to laugh at it, Looking back on the circumstances in the future, you might as well choose to have some humor and laugh about it now. Um, yeah, I think that I think that is hilarious. <laughs> um, we were just talking about it. You know, you were saying Jess and you know Goose were laughing um, because it's like there's only so many things you control, you can control, right? right? And then life is just like you know a complete animal about it sometimes. You know, it's just like yeah. it just takes over and just does its own thing. Whether it was caused by us or not caused by us, mm-hmm. um, it still can get you know chaotic, um, and, and you feel like you can't get a grasp. All right, so there you have it. I thought that was a pretty good article. Seven ways to get back up when mm-hmm. life knocks you down. Um, all right, so you know let's 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 jump into segment two. Ask a couple questions and keep it moving. All right, so for you guys, the crew. Why is it important to get back up? Well, I mean, because you have to realize that, you know, that it's not like a mistake is not the end all be all. So, of course, like right. life moves on. It's like no matter how, like we'll go back to earlier, like no matter how much crap is thrown at you, it's like, yeah, the next day is still going to happen. And you getting back like the whole situation today with the rain and the flat tires, like, yeah, yeah. if you just gave up, I'm like, I'm just going to go home and deal with it later. It's like you might not have had a better situation later. It might have been delayed wait longer. But if you get up and just start doing, start making things better, then yeah, you may get back on your feet a lot quicker than if you just gave up at that moment and just, oh, I'll deal with it later another time. Yeah, and I agree because I, if I if I would have done that, I would have set up my whole tomorrow in the worst way ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna start tomorrow like, oh gosh, dude, I got donut it already. I can't yeah. go past fifty. This thing literally was wobbling. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, but now, it, yeah. And going back to that, yeah. So if you would have got stayed on there and if the donut failed on you on the way to work, that might have been a worse situation. Yeah, because then I really don't have any. Now I got to get towed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. And every, every time you get up, you're, it's like a learning experience from when you went down. Like yeah. every time you're going down, you're, you're, you're not going to go back there again, so you're going to correct it. So get back up and fix how you went down the first time and then keep it moving. You might go back down again, but in a different situation. Yeah. Get back up, you'll eventually just get there. Right. Yeah, there's just there's just um, this quote I heard a long time ago. I, I don't even know who specifically said it, but it was like, I'm, I'm never down. I'm either two things, up or getting up. Hmm. Um, and, and I thought it was like a real, you know, positive, um, yeah. you know, way of looking yeah. how, how to uh, get out of situations. Because honestly, it's life is all about perspective. Sure. Um, yeah. it, it's how you view a situation. Like my situation, somebody might not even been the one not one ounce of stress, right? Yeah. And then you could have somebody who could stress so much that it paralyzes them to do anything, sure. take any action. Yeah. I mean, it's always, it's sad to say, it's when you're down, it's easy to stay down. The hardest part is staying up, maintaining right. that, that, like that level of being up. Yeah. Like that's, you, and you got, obviously you got to put work into it. Sometimes when you put work, you're tripping, you're going to fall down. You got to sure. stay up again. Like the hardest part is just staying up. Yeah, because when you're down, I mean, how much effort is there? Nothing. Right? Yeah. 
There's nothing. You're down. In fact, you're comfortable <laughs> for the most yeah. part. You're laying there. Um, yeah, but no, I, I, I totally agree. Um, so does the victim mentality play a role in this? It can. Because, mm. I mean, it can. Because sometimes you'll think, like, why me? Why me? Sure. Like, blame it on yourself and, like, you know, play the victim role at all times like some people do. And it's like, yeah, yeah instead, I mean, instead you, of thinking about it the positive way. Yeah, mentally you can you think of it that way. But there's people like verbally like yeah like they put it out there it's oh like, yeah and that that just makes it worse like oh, they yeah. just cry for it and stuff. i don't have luck i yeah. always pick the uh, short yeah. straw yeah. if you <laughs> mentally you do it it's like a mental challenge you're like all right what the heck's going on why am i why am i going through this whatever and then you'll just fix it but if you're like yeah. out there just telling people you're wasting energy telling people about it and not even fixing it yeah right yeah sometimes it's like you just want sympathy more than actually yeah, fixing yeah. the problem right yeah it's the attention the, yeah, um, the attention no to, to, to somebody—they're throwing it out there for for the sympathy part and for someone else to fix it for them, where it's something um, that they should be fixing on their own. Sure. You know, they they want that hand, like they can't handle it for themselves. Mm. And I'm sure we've all done it, you know, once in our lives. But it's funny seeing there's certain people who do it all the time. Like <laughs> sure. that's a personality thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, uh, yeah. and that's on you. Yeah. As a person, like yeah, listen, like. You know, bad stuff happened to all of us. Uh, negative stuff that we all go through. Again, it's the perspective. Like I was saying, it's when I was thinking negative about the thing, more negative stuff was happening, sure. right? But then when I changed my thinking, all positive stuff started yeah. happening. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. It was how I was perceiving the situation. Mm. If you have that victim mentality, you're always gonna. It's always gonna come through a lens of just negativity. You never like, and I feel like it's also paralyzing or whatever, hindering future growth lessons. Sure. Because if you're handling, oh, this is how I handle the situation. Anytime I get a flat tire, this is how I'm going to handle it. And if that's how you do handle it, um, in the future, you might handle a similar situation the same way. Sure. Right? It might not be a yeah. flat tire, but it could be something that's, similar, yeah. you know, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But in my mind, if I'm stuck later on down the road and it has nothing to do with a car, but just a you know a very similar situation, I'm gonna think about no, I still went in there and made something happen. I changed my thinking. I'm like let me at least get packaging. I know how simple and dumb that sounds, but everything after that completely changed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was going through a lot in my head, mm. like working things out in my head um, to not allow it to eat me. Well, number one, too, it's like I'm not. I don't want to go home like this, right? Um, and I don't want to show up to the podcast like this, yeah. right? And so it's like these energies is like, dude, you're in control of that. You know what I'm saying? Like the situation is the situation. It's going to, it's, it is what it is. It's just staring you in the face. Your emotion and everything, it, that's you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The situation didn't give you emotion. The situation doesn't have emotions. Right. It's just a factual thing that happened, right? You got a flat tire. You ran over a nail. It happens every day. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's how I was viewing it throughout the day that was messing me up, distracting me, yeah. thinking, my thoughts eating, you know, where, when am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? I don't know anybody around here. Like, no one could take me to, you know, Walmart or something close to get a sure. fix a flat. Mm -hmm. You know, because nothing's around there, mm -hmm. uh, aside from the post office. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, now I, uh, going back through the text messages you sent where you said the podcast is still on, I'm like, did anybody even ask if the podcast was, was still on? And now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, now. so in his head, he clarified it by sending out the message to us. Like, podcast is still on tonight, guys. Yeah. Like, what, what right. Hold on. So what time was that at? 
it was on the, when I was on the way home. So it was like five something, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was five sixteen. Yeah. So I was ju- I was still on my way home. I still had a donut, but that was when I I just had changed my my thinking. Okay. I pulled up to a Wawa, um, and I'm like, dude, you're 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 thinking all crazy. Like get something to eat. So I'm yeah. like, all right. So I got, I got like they sell these like little cups of like cheese and pepperoni or something. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get that something little. I had a tap mac anyway. So I go in there and I'm like, let me get some cheese and pre- uh, pepperoni. So I got that. I sat in the car and I'm like, yo, podcast has happened. Like I had it. Like I went because like, I had, you. Ha- I have to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I didn't even realize. I forgot about that actually. But that was on my way up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, said, then, I thought there was a separate message that I didn't. Yeah. That's what I was like. <laughs> I was like, who the heck questioned saying yeah. if their podcast is. Typically yeah. on every Monday night, unless he states otherwise. Yeah. That's funny. Um, <laughs> but it makes but sense. That, that filled in the gap of like, what yeah. we're missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like thumbs up. Like, okay. Yes, it is. What's wrong with this weirdo tonight? <laughs> um, so, so for you guys, how do you handle, um, you know, losing? And is there anything positive about getting knocked down? Um, outside of, you know, obviously like the lessons and stuff like that. Um, and, and I, I think personal growth, but is there anything, you know, like how do you guys handle losing? Cause I know for like, it's more like stuff like you can't figure it out. Like if it's stuff like that, like you're crap just happening, whatever. It's like, yeah, you just, I like, I try to do my best to just kind of like re- remove myself from the situation currently so I can like yeah. step back and like have like a cooler head so I can deal with what's going on and take it a little smoother than I would then. Freaking myself out, I guess, for, the, for lack of a better term. It's tough, and I and and w- I know one thing with me is I want to solve it inst- like I want to yeah. solve yeah. it now, yeah. right? When it's never, ever that easy. Sure. But for for whatever reason, you know, I get I get stuck there. But I know one of the things that works for me is doing one thing. Mm. And today was that perfect example. Sure. Let me at least get the packaging. Let me put yeah. one little yeah. step. Like I yeah. can't solve the whole problem where I want to send this already. Sure. Yeah. I have to wait till tomorrow. I'm fine. But let me do one at little least make thing. one step towards that. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that makes the defeat not so bad actually. Um, so, so does getting back up prove what you're made of? It definitely shows that like the situation, not as, bad as what you initially or what's happening in the moment it definitely like gives you like perspective like oh yeah i can deal with this now i can i or at least i if you did if it was something you never dealt with before and you're like oh yeah i can figure this out you know how to deal with it the next time around yeah absolutely and i also th- i also think that you're you're also shown how strong you really are yeah, yeah what kind of person you are yeah and they, you know they always say that it's like oh you know you're really you're stronger than you really think um, but yeah. sometimes it takes those in. lessons yeah. or, you know, that life, you know, chaos f- to show you that. Absolutely. Um, okay. So we'll jump, uh, into, you know, the next segment, dad life. Um, just one simple question. Do you help facilitate building your child's mentality of getting back up? Um, I, I mean, yeah, like with, with me, it's like. With Ava, when she was like playing sports with soccer, she uh, she she got to the next. She was playing soccer her, since she was a kid or whatever. She got old enough now. She's up to the next level. So prior, she was one of the bigger girls on the, on the team, whatever. And now she moves up to this next level. She's one of the smaller ones. Right. And like she was the first like few games, she was frustrated. She was like down. She's like, I'm not even that good. Like I thought yeah. I was good, but I'm yeah. not. Like yeah. she's like, I'm not even. Like, I'm fast, but these girls, like, they, they're a lot better than me. And I would just tell them, like, you're, you're, 
you're at a new you're at a new level, another level where it's more competitive now. You just gotta stick with it. You'll eventually be like those girls. They're like a year older or two. So you just gotta like be patient. Take your time. Just do what you're doing and learn at the same time. So obviously we let her finish off the season. She didn't quit, but like the next year or next season, she she really didn't want to play. She found something else, but we push her into something totally different. But like my thing was like don't give up just because you think someone's better than you. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Like, like, don't put, don't be down on yourself. There's, in everything, pretty much, there's always going to be one person a step ahead, regardless yeah. of what it is. Yeah. So we're just trying to, like, just motivate her. Like, you are good. You really are good. You're just, like, and now you're more of a competitive level where everyone's at your level or a little bit better. So yeah. it was, like, and she was just hard on herself. Like, not really, but, like, she was, like, I'm not that good. Like, I thought I was. Sure. I was yeah. here playing with the season before with kids that are just almost in the basic learning stages and you were already beyond that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, just, just push them obviously like with anything in, in positive and just give them that boost that they are really better than what they think they are. Right. Yeah. So I went through this sim- similar thing with Lane, Laney, uh, with, with the transition from T-ball to the shorties, which is they're learning how to play actual softball. So yeah. pitching to her. So she kept saying that she can't do it. I can't do it that I can't, I, I don't know how to swing. I'm swinging too late. And I'm like, well, just focus on the ball. And when the ball is coming to you, just keep an eye on it and then swing right at it. And then, like, it took a little bit. She said, Dad, I, I, I'm trying, but I can't do it. So they would give, the, you know, like, for them, their learning stages, they'll give them, like, four or five pitches of pitching. And then at that one, they'll put the tee up. And she was that kid that would always use the tee until she finally got the hang of it. And now she's hitting the ball on second or third pitch. So it's like... Mm-hmm. I told her, like, just keep focusing on the ball, saying, think about that you can hit the ball, like that you you will hit that ball or whatever. Yeah. And she's uh, she's got it now. She's I think she maybe used the tee, maybe once or twice throughout the throughout the season. Yeah. So that's we just pushed her on with that. You know, show her that she can do it. Basically. Yeah, that's a win. Um, yeah, same thing with with James. Like physically, literally, I kept telling him to get up. So in soccer, he. <laughs> He he is like hardcore in a sense where he literally throws he throws he uses his entire body he throws himself he'll do a sliding <laughs> kick he does he's very like competitive yeah. and he wants to win, um, but he'll if he'll kick it and he'll do this thing where he'll just lay there and watch what else is happening like with the ball like yeah. what are, what what is the result of that effort kind mm. of thing yeah um, and I kept telling him like, James get up get up but i wasn't saying get up as in like come on score i was saying get up because it was like i was cringing because all these little kids are running around like they all have spikes i'm like dude you're gonna get cleated like you're gonna someone's gonna step on your little hands dude i'm like (laughs) get so i had this like very like anxious like get up get up like i'm probably look like a nut job on the sidelines i'm like james get up so it was like physically telling him get up so then you know i'm like coaching him through this whole thing i'm like listen what you watching the ball is not helping your team mm. like regardless of what that was like you get up first and then like you could like slowly jog and kind of observe what's happening and in, in, in your mind go through what you want to do next and what your next move is but you can't sit down because you're you're sitting down you already have that thought in your head what you're going to do it's going to be too late because now you have to have that effort now you're going to waste time getting up yeah yeah, and then and then reacting. Whereas your first reaction should be get back up, then assess the you know the situation and uh, you know attack, kind of thing. Um, but now it's funny because he literally bounces off the floor, so he's like running, kicking the ball. He falls, trips. I mean, they're kid, they're literally kids. Like 
going the wrong direction, running into <laughs> each other, you know, giving each other elbows, getting yelled at, uh, all kinds of funny stuff. Um, but he falls, and I tell him, to get up, dude, get up. And uh, it's one of those things. It, it's, it's For me, it's a life lesson because um, if you stay down when you fall, when life knocks you down, you stay down, there's a potential that when you're down and you're maybe feeling bad for yourself or just sitting there and like not taking a proper actions or, or reacting quite the way you should, sure. life can step on you yeah. Yeah, while you're down. And, you know, and then if you're that victim mentality, like, oh, of course, life's going to kick me when I'm down. Maybe you're down too long. Sure. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, and I'm not, you know, you know, downplaying anything, but that could possibly be the case. Yeah. Um, and, and that does go, you know, back to the mentality of, you know, being the victim. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 always, I always think of that, like, you know, you're getting back up and you're, you're, or you're not getting up. You're just laying there and then you have the potential to get stepped on. Sure. And I'm like, dude, that's like a great life lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Physically and metaphorically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's hilarious. Um, all right. So the last question of the night, uh, when would you tell someone to quit? So this is kind of going back to uh, the, uh, the seven ways to get back up when life knocks you down. Um, you know, number three was stay away from denial. When when do you um, tell someone to quit? That seems like a, a weird, like yeah. a harsh way to put it. But I mean, it kind of goes like you're saying. It's like, that's a, I think that's a case by case. It, it depends on what you're doing and what exactly you're doing to try to solve the problem. If it's something like literally like you're banging your head and like you literally exhausted all possibilities of what you can do and yeah. what, like how your people around you can help you with, it's like yeah, maybe it is time to move on. Unfortunately, it's like find a different way to do what you. I guess are trying to do whatever your goal yeah, is. That I think that's the ticket. I think mm-hmm. it's you don't have to quit going after this goal or this dream or this business. Maybe you have to quit the approach that you're Just, using. Yeah, go right? another route. So yes, yeah. and go find another way uh, you can do it. I, I just like motivation. I, I I don't think like I can't say I can say motivation uh, like motivating things, but that, that that doesn't mean that it's motivating. Sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if that makes sense, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like I can say the craziest thing, right? Yeah. But Goose might not find that motivating. So is that motivating in definition? No, to him, not gonna move right? It, yeah. But Gabe can find it extremely motivating. And is what I so is what I said motivating, or is it motivating to that person? Sure. See what I'm saying? So I can say a bunch of motivating things. That doesn't mean it's going to get someone or you know everyone to move, mm-hmm. which proves the point. You can't motivate someone, sure. right? Yeah. The person has to be motivated or wanting the change. Yes. Yeah, um, And then what you're doing, you're f- help facilitate, facilitating that by this is the gas, right? right? Like they have the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to drive out of this ditch. I want to get out of here. And now I'm giving you the fuel and you're taking it, mm-hmm. right? But not everyone takes that, right? They might want to shop at a different gas station, mm-hmm. right? Or get premium or get unleaded or it's a diesel. Like everyone everyone has their own thing that quote gets them moving yeah um so yeah i think it's kind of more of a guidance or or providing options i don't know if i i would i mean i'm sure there's a situation where you tell someone to quit but i don't know if that's like the direct thing to say sometimes like you know maybe question like have you reevaluated have you reflected yeah. on this maybe i'm not saying again going back to like quitting fully but 
maybe you need to try a different approach. Yeah. Unless it goes back to like, I think what you started with was like, you keep doing the same thing over and over again, but not re- learning from, keep doing the same mistake. Yeah. Right. That's when you go, yeah, you try different options. Maybe, yeah, what you're doing currently is not the right thing, so you need to quit doing that, but right. try something different. Well, it's like they say, you know, the classic definition of insanity, right? Yeah. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Um, it's it's kind of that, you know, yes. mm-hmm. that, that thought process. Um, all right, so there you have it, folks. Get back up. We'd like to end our episodes with quotes, and the first one is by Lance Armstrong. Pain is temporary. Quitting lasts forever. And the second one by Ted Turner. You can never quit. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. <laughs> it was like that classic. I mean, they have this like on, you know, gym locker rooms and stuff like that to kind of pump the kids up. But um, yeah, that Lance Armstrong one, man, that is like pain is temporary, quitting lasts forever. It's like, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's deep. Uh, it's short, short and deep. <laughs> um, all right, so there you have it, folks. Get back up. In this episode, the crew discusses getting back up in the face of adversity. We talk about quitting, dealing with losing, the victim mentality, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Lance Armstrong and Ted Turner. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.